Hey, everybody. Welcome to today's Daily Dose of Awesome, your 15 minutes of motivation, inspiration, and education brought to you by Elite Marketing Pro. My name is Vitaly Grimblad. I'm your host for today. I'm the senior copywriter here at EMP, which means I create marketing campaigns and sales campaigns, advertising campaigns for the company. I also work with a handful of our coaching and mentorship students to help them make their marketing better. And I'm always honored and uh, excited to be hopping on the Daily Dose of Awesome because I get to share a little bit of what I do and hopefully uh, make an impact for you guys. So uh, type in something into the uh, comments if you guys can hear me. I just want to make sure I, I do see we have people coming on. Hey, Jonas, Carolyn. Um, hopefully you guys can see me and hear me okay. So to make sure I'm going to check my comments on my other screen. I never know where they're going to show up. That's the, the weird thing about these uh, Facebook Lives. Okay, Denise put a, a thumbs up. Okay, cool. Thank you very much. All right. Hey, David from Boston. John, Curtis. Awesome. All right. There we go. Now I can see the comments. So uh, anyway, great to be here, guys. Today we're going to talk about how to use email to grow your business. So anybody want to know how to use email? Uh, because that's my specialty. That's one of my favorite topics. <laughs> hey, Courtney, Melanie, Cheryl. Fantastic. All right. People are hopping on. So, uh, yeah, so how to use email. So before I get into how to use email, I'm just going to give you some of my thoughts. You know, I don't really have a uh, uh, kind of – I don't have a formal training as far as, like, here are three steps or here are five steps because I just want to talk to you about um, how I think about email and how I think about structuring emails. And uh, Carolyn says, watching from L.A., great. Fran, Curtis, Rindy, okay, great. So uh, before we get into the nuts and bolts, uh, I do want to address an issue that I think some people have a, or a hang-up about writing emails. And, uh, and even before, before we even talk about that, I want to talk about why you need an email list. Because I know some people watching this um, haven't really started building their email list yet. I know they've heard about emails or uh, the fact that you should build an email list. But I want to explain to you why, in my opinion, uh, you should really be focused, like this should be your number one priority in your business is to, is to build your list because uh, of all the things you could be doing in your business, uh, the most important thing you need to do is grow your audience, right? Grow your, grow your audience so that you can sell more people and you know, get more customers and get more people to join your business. And you do that by growing your audience and growing your following and growing your fan base and so forth. And there are lots of ways to do that, okay? You, you, obviously, you can use Facebook. Right, you can run ads. You can grow your uh, your fan page. You can start Facebook groups. There's, there's no shortage of ways of doing that. You can do YouTube ads. You can create ads on Twitter. Um, the, the challenge is that all those platforms they're great, and you can certainly communicate with people using Facebook and other channels. And like we're doing a Facebook Live right now, so obviously we're utilizing that. But the challenge is that all those on all those platforms you have zero control over what happens. Right, so you can have a fan page with ten thousand fans, and have and and, and not have a hundred percent control how to reach them. Because as you guys know, with the recent uh, newsfeed changes that Facebook has introduced, um, you're you can basically you have to pay to uh, to play. You're going to have to pay to reach your audience, um, and it has been like that for a while, and now it's even more so. So if you have a big fan base on your fan page. It doesn't necessarily mean that every time you put out a post to do a Facebook Live, they're going to immediately see you, okay? Not only that, but who knows what's going to happen with Facebook tomorrow. I mean, I certainly hope Facebook doesn't go away, but the reality is that it's a business, and uh, you don't control this platform. You don't control this channel, and you don't control what happens to 
your audience because it's not really your audience. It's your audience, but it's, it's on Facebook's platform. And same thing was true with, with YouTube. You know, people have had YouTube videos for years, and one day YouTube introduced some things, and, and I know people who've had their entire channels blocked and all these videos disappear. Um, you know, so it can happen anywhere. But one thing where it cannot happen is with your email list because if you build an email list and it's your list, nobody can take it away from you. Even though you're using a third-party autoresponder like AWeber or GetResponse, Infusionsoft, Entreport, whatever, MailChimp, um, Active Campaign, whatever, okay? These are third-party software uh, companies, but the list is yours. So you can always take your list and move from one company to another company. You have full control of that list. So that's why it's really important that of all the, all the things that you're doing, all the advertising that you're doing, your goal should be to get people from whatever channel where you're advertising, let's say Facebook, and move them to your list so that you can communicate with them and, and, and have 100% control of that communication. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. So um, let's talk about emails and, and, and how to use them. So email, you know, it's a, I, I like to look at email as, a, as an intimate conversation that you have with your audience, with your subscribers. Because unlike Facebook, where, you know, when you post a, uh, when you create a post on Facebook, regardless of whether it's an ad or even if it's a, just a post to your fans on your fan page, on your fan page, it shows up inside of somebody else's news feed, surrounded by other posts, surrounded by other ads, right? There are all these different distractions. So it works a little bit differently. But when you send an email to somebody, it's a conversation, right? There's no other distractions. If they open that email, and we're going to talk about how to get people to open it, but when they open that email, there's no other distraction. It's just you and that person, and you're having a conversation, and that's how you got to think about it. So when you're writing your emails, when you're communicating with your audience, with your list, think of it as a conversation. Don't think of it as writing. I talk to people, especially when I do strategy calls with some of our mentorship students, and one of the questions that always comes up or very often comes up is, um, I have a stumbling block. They don't say stumbling block, but I have a hard time sitting down and writing something. Like I, people get hung up on, on, on actually having to write something. And I think it's a challenge because when you're in school, your English teacher, if you remember this far when you were in high school, they forced you to write in a certain way and you got graded. And so when we hear the word write or writing, we immediately on a subconscious level, I think putting ourselves into back into high school, like, oh, I got to write something and it's going to be great and it's got to be good and proper. And that kind of writing is not the kind of writing that we do. It's not the kind of writing that you will do for an email. What we're doing is we're talking. We're having a conversation. Just like you, you would do a video, like I'm doing a Facebook Live right now, um, the email is the same way. It's just you're, instead of delivering it through a, a webcam, you're delivering it through written word or typed word, I should say, through an email. So look at it as a conversation. Scratch the word writing out of your head. Don't even think of it as writing. And as a matter of fact, if it's easier for you to create a video, which I don't know how it could be, but I, like for me, it's, it's, it's a lot harder to create a video than, um, than to actually sit down and write something. But for some people, they have no problem flipping on their, 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 their phone and, and, and turn, hitting the, the go live button and doing a video or recording a video and then posting it, instead, then writing. And if that's, your, that's the case for you, then record what you want to say and then, then transcribe it. Then take your words, take your conversation and put it you know, in an email. So that would be my recommendation. I know I've given this tip to a lot of people and, and I know it works, okay? So look at it as a conversation. Now, when you're sending out an email, 
what is your goal? Like, what is the goal of that email? This is the first thing that you need to be thinking about when you're communicating with, with your audience, with your list. And I look at it as a couple different, I have a couple different goals, okay? It's not just one goal. One goal is always, 100% of the time, I want to build a relationship and I want to continue building that relationship. So whether it's the first email they get from me or email number 125, you always want to continue building that relationship, which means you want to create like and trust and get your audience to know you because people, as you already know, people buy and do business with people that they know, like, and trust. So every time you send out an email, this is your opportunity to strengthen that relate to to build continue building that relationship to uh, make it stronger to get for, for these people to get to know you better and to increase your uh, the, the, the trust that you have between the, the, the trust that you have uh, that they have with you so that's that's one goal okay the other goal of course is to provide value right to provide value to provide tips to elevate yourself as an authority and the credibility in the marketplace so that they look to you for suggestions about business and about you know your your industry and what you're doing so if you're trying to recruit people into your business and you want to establish or, or if you're trying to sell your products and you're you, you want to position yourself as an authority in the marketplace and so by providing value and tips and suggestions you elevate your authority by regular emails and of course you want to sell Right? So you want to create trust, credibility, authority. You want to provide value. And, of course, you want to sell. And this is another area that I think some people are getting hung up on because I usually see I'm in a lot of different lists. And, uh, uh, and there are some really you know, good marketers out there that, that, that know how to do this. But a lot of lists that I'm on, um, I, a lot of them are they just sell. They just sell and sell, and all they do is hard sell. Every, every email is a pitch. You guys know what I'm talking about. You ever get an email and all you see is a pitch after pitch after pitch? It's like your, your inbox is a, is, is a pitch fest from, from different marketers, okay? And so that's a turnoff because, like, who wants to see commercials all day long, right? Like, who wants to sit there and read a commercial if, if you know it's a commercial? And so that's not cool, and, and, and you don't want to do that every single time in your emails. And you, you, In fact, you want to avoid being salesy, so to speak, in, in your emails. Um, somebody says they can't hear me. Can you guys hear me? Denise says she can't hear me just a second ago. I just want to make sure that you guys can hear me. Somebody type in um, into the chat box if you guys can hear me okay. All right. Yes, thank you. I see some angry faces, so I guess what I'm saying is uh, <laughs> turning some people off, but that's cool because actually I wrote an email about that yesterday. I'll, I'll talk about that if I don't forget. Anyway, so, so it's a conversation. You want to get people to like you, trust you. You want to get people to... Uh, listen to you, you want to provide value, and you want to sell. And so some people, all they do is sell, but other people, they, um, they, they are, they're afraid to be a little bit too aggressive in their emails and to actually promote their business because they don't want to come across as salesy. And so they provide a lot of information in their emails, and they provide value, and they provide tips, but they never ask for the sale. And that's not good either because at the end of the day, if you, why are you sending the email if you're not going to ask people to do business with you? So you want to do both. You want to provide value, and you want to sell. So the question is, how do you do that effectively? How do you combine the two together? And I believe, and it's been my experience, that the very best way to do that is to provide engaging, um, entertaining stories about, and I'm going to tell you what you can do, exactly how, how, how you would do that, but provide engaging, entertaining stories mixed with valuable tips and sales promotions. Now think about Facebook. Like how many of you, and I'm not even going to, you don't have to type in anything into the comments, but how often do you see silly videos? You go on Facebook, you see a little silly video or you see a silly post 
or some weird picture um, or news story with some catchy headline. You click on it. Next thing you know, you're spending five minutes watching the video or reading the story, and it's like you go, that was a complete waste of time. Like We all do that, right? And you go down that rabbit hole of following a story and following some comments, and uh, next thing you know, maybe you're not even spending five minutes. You're spending 20 minutes on this stuff. And we've all done that. Now, what caused you to interrupt your day because we're all busy and suddenly spend 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes getting sucked into some story or some silly video? What caused you to do that is entertainment because you saw something that looked like it was engaging and entertaining. And we all strive, like we have a goal. I, I, I don't know why, but we are wired to be entertained. We, we all, most people are bored out of their minds, and so they're always looking for ways to be entertained. This is why people go to movies. This is why people go to sports events, watch concerts. That's why they watch Netflix series. And so when you understand that, about, when you understand this little uh, psychological trigger in people's minds that they need to be entertained, you can use that to your advantage in emails. You can use entertaining and engaging stories in emails to get people to, uh, to connect with people. So, for example, you can write about stuff that happens to you on a daily basis. Like right now, there's a big winter storm coming our way, and I think in a lot of different states. Like tomorrow, I think we're supposed to get five to nine inches of snow. And you can talk about that. You know, you can talk about the weather. You can talk about a big snowstorm coming. You can talk about your driveway getting, you know, a foot of snow if if that happened to you. Um, You know, you can talk about something that's happening in your kid's school. Uh, A perfect example would be an email that, that I sent yesterday uh, my kids go to uh, elementary school, small school, and we have a Facebook group. And, uh, and we have a very small parking lot in that school. So, like, you got to be in and out because if you're standing there, like, we have certain unwritten rules for the parking lot uh, that all parents follow. If somebody uh, doesn't park their car, if they just if they stay on the side uh, and if they're not dropping off their kids or picking up their kids, then it creates uh, all kinds of issues for others behind them. And so we have certain rules that we follow. Well, apparently somebody didn't follow the rules yesterday, and I saw uh, somebody's rant. On, it wasn't even a rant. It was just a, a comment on Facebook in the group. You know, blue attention, blue explorer, uh, uh, license plate, so-and-so, follow the parking lot rules. I thought it was hilarious, and this person was mad and angry, <laughs> obviously. And uh, uh, immediately I thought, well, I can use that in email because the, the person got angry because somebody didn't follow the rules in the parking lot. And how often do people get angry about anything, right? People get angry about a political story or about some, some, some post that you make, or sometimes if you run any Facebook traffic ads, then you know you get sometimes angry comments or nasty comments on your, on your, on your Facebook posts. Uh, if you send out emails, guaranteed you will get some replies that are not always uh, a positive. Uh, that's going to happen, and that's fine. That's totally okay. It's totally okay to turn people off because, as I said in the email yesterday, if you're not turning anybody off, you're not turning anybody on. But I used, but so what I did is I used the story about this silly post about not following the parking lot rules, and the subject line was angry soccer mom. Uh, now the truth is I don't know if it was a soccer mom. I know it was a mom, and most uh, of the moms that uh, uh, that are in our school are soccer moms. So I just put angry soccer mom, and I told that quick story. Even did a screenshot of the of the Facebook post with the license plate blurred out. And I connected it to how a lot of people are. It doesn't take a whole lot to set people off, okay? It doesn't take a whole lot to, uh, to get somebody upset. Uh, it could be your ad that upset them for whatever reason, an email that you send out. And for a lot of people, it derails them. Uh, but that's okay because you don't need to be derailed. You, you need to not worry about the people that you're turning off, and you need to focus on the people that you're turning on because when you uh, stand for something, you're going to attract a certain number of people, and that's what you need to focus on and not worry about everybody else. 
And so that was that was the message. And if you saw the email, then you probably um, somebody said, I think they're agreeing with you about the sales emails. Yes. So um, uh, so you, you know, I use that as an example. And uh, and that's what you can do. You can use little stories like that. Nothing major, but little stories out of your life. Uh, I was driving one time. I saw an accident. I saw a car run a uh, yellow light. It actually ran a red light, but you know, as, as the car was approaching, ran a yellow light, and this one was making a turn, and the other one was was coming through the intersection. And right in front of me, you know, was a big crash. Fortunately, nobody got hurt, but it was it was a pretty severe accident. And and I wrote an email about that. I took a quick picture. And I thought, you know, I'll put that in an email. And I honestly don't remember the point I was making in an email. Oh, I think it was about choices that, you know, this person was making a conscious choice to run a yellow light knowing that there's another car standing there. Of course, he didn't think this one would move and this one made the turn, didn't think that one would run. And they both made that choice. And I think I talked about how life is full of choices. And see, when you train your mind to think about connecting with your audience and talking to them about, uh, providing value, you can use stories out of your life, pull these little things that happen to you or you see happen to other people, and you can write about that in your emails. So stuff that happens to you, personal stories, kids' stories, dog stories, uh, nothing you can do is you can talk about what's in the news. Uh, there's, a, there's a philosophy, not a philosophy, but a principle in, in marketing that says that you need to enter the conversation your prospect has, right? So the prospect has in their mind. So you need to always be thinking about what your prospects are thinking about right now. So if you look at the news, what's going on right now? Well, the big news is one of the big things happening right now is the stock market is kind of, you know, in turmoil, right? Huge drop a couple of days ago. I think it's like 500 points down. The Dow Jones is down 500 points today. You don't need to know a whole lot about the stock market and, and all of that, but you can look at that and you can clearly see that something is happening. And a lot of people are worried, people that have investments, people have IRAs, 401ks, they're worried about their retirement. Talk about that. Hey, stock market's crashing. What does that mean to you? And you can create a story out of that, okay, and connect it to your product because you're providing a business opportunity, you're providing a money-making service, you're providing a product that helps people increase their business, you know, make more money. So anything that has to do with, with that, anything that has to do with money and, 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 and something that's happening with their wealth, you know, you can connect to your product. And the stock market is a perfect example of that. When the real estate market was crashing, you can talk about that. Regardless of what happens in the news, in the news you can always find a story to connect to. Um, you can talk about books. You know, if you're reading, you know, you can see some books behind me. Uh, I'm sure every single one of, on, on this, watching this has a library of books, whether it's on your Kindle or physical books on your bookshelves. Go pull out a book, uh, one, of your, one of the books that you've read. Look at, look at some ideas from that book and, 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 and talk about something from that book in your email, a principle that you've learned, something that you agree or something that you disagree with. You know, you can, maybe you read something in a book that you, that, that the author said, you know, this is the way to do this, but you disagree with it, and you can create a controversial email and say, I completely disagree with what this author said, and, you know, and talk about that in an email. What all this does is it creates a, what it does is it makes you look different, okay? It, it makes you look real and authentic because you're talking about yourself and your experiences and your perceptions of what's going on around, and people like that. Nobody wants to get more Facebook tips in their news in, in their inbox. I mean, sure, people maybe signed up to your list to learn how to grow their business and recruit more people and maybe get more traffic and get more leads. But honestly, how often, you know, how many times do you need to hear per day or how often do you want to hear, here's another Facebook tip, here's another lead generation tip. I mean, you, we get tired of that, right? I mean, I get emails all day long, and if every single email is about leads and Facebook and traffic and sales, like, how, you know, how many times am I going to read that? But if I get an email that says, um, angry soccer mom, 
it's going to make me wonder, you know, what is this all about? And then, you know, I would click on that. And so you want to think about how to capture people's attention in a way that they're not getting captured by other marketers. And that's how you can make your emails a lot different and really, really stand out in your prospects, new, uh, not just news, but in their inbox and, uh, and, and, and make a uh, connect, better connection with, with your prospects. Okay. So hopefully this makes sense. Do you guys have any questions on that? I, I'm seeing some comments. I know sometimes I forget that people uh, that I'm doing this live and, and I'm just talking. But if you guys have questions, feel free to post them. And even if I don't get to them during the live, um, I will certainly go back and, and answer them for you. So let's see. Uh, Monica says it's just the same thing with doing Facebook Lives. Exactly, right. So Facebook Lives, you, know, you can use the exact same uh, uh, themes and exact same topics, you know, books, personal stories. Quotes is another one. I like to use quotes. Uh, sometimes from time to time, you know, we all have uh, have heard quotes from Zig Ziglar and Jim Rohn and Brian Tracy and Dennis Waitley and all these other, you know, motivational speakers and, and great philosophers from the past. And we can you can use some of these quotes. You can take one quote and, and, and put it in an email and talk about it and dissect it and, and connect it to what you're promoting. So that's another thing that you can do. And again, you can do a live on that. You can you can repurpose it and do a Facebook post about it. Um, let's see. Make, make sure sometimes these comments stop. Sometimes there's a delay there. So, uh, yeah. So, anyway, so books, uh, movies, that's another one. If you go see a movie, you can use movies. Uh, you can use holidays. So, anytime there's a holiday, okay. Um, when you make your point, yes, you should always connect it to a product because at the end of the day, you want to make sales. So uh, I believe that, yes, you should always have that. And, and sometimes it's natural. Sometimes what you're talking about just very easily transitions into a call to action for your product. Sometimes you're talking about something and it's a good email and then you don't really know how to connect it. So here's a little trick. Here's a little thing that you can do. You can end the email and then you can have your call to action in the PS, in the postscriptum. Okay. So you can have PS, by the way, uh, if you want to learn how to, grow your business, blah, 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 you know, and have your call to action in the PS if you have really no way of connecting it. But I think if you give some thought to your story and to your audience, you're almost always going to find a connecting point between your story and the product and how the product can help them, okay, what you're promoting or, or maybe your business opportunity if that's what you're writing in your email about. So, yeah, definitely have, always have call to action. Don says, perfect timing with this message. I started reaching out to my list via newsletters. Awesome. Let me know how that goes, Don. Make sure you post in the community and tag me if you if you have questions. Uh, Eric says, can you use major sporting events? Absolutely. Like the Super Bowl was just on, right? So you can talk about the Super Bowl, the good, the bad, the ugly, <laughs> regardless of who you were rooting for, cheering for. You know, you can use that. Uh, I didn't, but certainly that, that, that would that would have been perfect timing, like on Monday. or and, and even leading up to the Super Bowl, you could have been talking about that. And on Monday and Tuesday, you could have talked about that. So absolutely. All right, Lisa's asking, what order would you recommend if I repurpose an email Facebook post? Is it better to email first or the other way around? It doesn't make a difference. Whatever, you know, whatever. Um, Facebook first, then email, or the other way around. Makes no difference at all, as long as you do both. As long as you email them, I think that you're good to go. All right? So, uh, yeah, so, so great question about the call to action. Always have a call to action. And, uh, yeah, so that's it, guys. I mean, that's what I wanted to share with you for today. Uh, 
I would encourage you to email. Don't get hung up on writing. If you have a tough time, just remember it's a conversation, and uh, the, you will get good. The more times you do this, the better you will get, you know, just like doing Facebook Lives, just like anything we do. The more you practice, the more smooth it's going to become. And uh, if you do this on a regular basis, I can promise you that one day you're going to wake up, and it's just going to be very natural for you to sit down and whip up an email, and uh, you won't even give this a thought, you know, a second thought. It'll just be very smooth and natural for you. But it does take some time and practice, and, uh, uh, you know, that's just something that you have to do on a conscious consciously make a decision to uh, to practice and do this, all right? So with that, guys, I think we're pretty much out of time. I really enjoyed uh, being on here with you today. Hopefully I gave you some value. Again, if you have any questions, post them in the comments. I'll make sure to go back and answer. And uh, if this is your first time watching if, watching a Facebook Live uh, Daily Dose of Awesome and you're not part of our community, make sure you check out EliteMarketingPro.com where you can learn about how to use the Internet to generate more leads and prospects without any rejection and grow your business using um, – some of the techniques that we've described today and many more that we have um, in our toolbox. So with that, guys, thanks for hopping on, and I look forward to seeing you next time. Take care, everybody.